It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello, and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a really amazing show. I'll be introducing my guests shortly. I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I typically do this every single week. Over the last few weeks or so, I've been battling a leg infection, which has really been very disruptive for my life, even to the point of spending a few days in the hospital a couple of weeks ago. One of the doctors said something that resonated with me and gave me some peace about the whole situation. She said, sometimes nature takes longer for things to heal than we want it to, and we just have to be patient. I think that is a terrific reminder. As with many things in life, we frequently wish things happened a lot faster whether it involves health, relationships, business, or whatever the case might be. Being patient doesn't mean sitting around and waiting for something to happen. However, it involves doing everything we know is right and knowing that the result will happen at the perfect time. So be patient. It's not always easy, but it is character building, and you will be well rewarded when the time is right. With all this in mind, I want to introduce my guest. My guest this week is Andrew O'Brien. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Andrew O'Brien is the founder of The Publicity Guy. His service helps entrepreneurs gain media exposure for their businesses. Andrew is committed to so much more than just helping clients gain increased visibility. He also instructs clients in the art of leveraging total exposure and in how to use the media as a selling tool. Media exposure is so much more than social proof, as the Publicity Guy team has consistently proven time and time again. It's a precious commodity any business can use to their advantage. We will discuss this and so much more on today's show. And with all that in mind, here is my very special guest, Andrew O'Brien. Andrew, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It is an honor and a privilege to have you here, my friend. We've been uh, waiting for this for a few weeks, and, and here we are. It's finally our day. I'm glad you're here. I am, too. I really appreciate you having me on the show. You're very welcome. So here's the first thing I typically ask people, Andrew. Tell us a little bit about your background, your backstory, how you got to where you are now, uh, and the things that you learned and overcame along the way, because I think the backstory is a really fascinating way to start the show. Definitely. I'll, I'll give you the two-minute version of it. Um, I was actually born and raised in the Dallas-Fort Worth area of Texas, and I was actually born and raised to a prostitute mother. So I witnessed a lot of traumatic things as a child, a lot of sex for money, things of that nature, and she wasn't the nicest, most caring, loving person in the world. And in order to escape that, I got into the military uh, when I got done with high school and I joined the United States Army. I served four years in the Army, did a year in Iraq. Um, uh, during Iraq, I served as a lead gunner and I came home and actually a year after returning home from Iraq, I attempted to take my own life. And luckily, I failed at that attempt and woke up two days later in the ICU with this newfound appreciation and love for life. And then uh, I got out of the Army, and about a short year after that, my mother actually murdered her husband, shot him point blank in the head while he was sleeping, and 
I go back to try to help her. I didn't know that she had done it. And while I was cleaning up his remains out of the carpet, she asked me to help uh, frame someone else for the murder. And I ended up testifying against her in court where she was sentenced to life in prison. And the reason I always tell that story is because that's what led into me speaking. And I became a public speaker on how to overcome trauma and adversity in your life. And uh, I, my biggest clientele, my va- biggest audience was always the military. And I actually became the number one most requested speaker to the United States military. I've spoken at places like the White House and the Pentagon. And I did all of this because I helped. I used my story to get into the media. I, I used my story of everything I've overcome in, in my crazy life. And it got me a lot of media attention, which led into me becoming a public speaker and, and becoming one of the most uh, most well-known speakers in my industry in three years. And I've been able to travel around the world and do some amazing things. And I've been featured on over 70 global media outlets, uh, such as USA Today, MSNBC, uh, MTV, Al Jazeera, BBC, NHK, all those types of media outlets. And it really helped build my business and really helped me change a lot of lives. Wow. There's a lot there. Well, first of all, thank you for your service to our country. I really do appreciate that, Andrew. I want to say that first. Um, there is so much there. Uh, let me ask first about the idea of telling your story because some people, when they have a, a background such as yours or similar to yours where there's stuff that they might not want to tell the world, was was there sort of a, a process for you to figure out it's okay for me to share this or were you just gung-ho, I have to share this? I mean, what was that process for you like? What led into it is I woke up and it was February of 2013 and I was, the news came on and it said that uh, 22 veterans were taking their own life every day. And it was in that in that exact moment where I realized I'm not the only one. I'm not alone. There's other people that have experienced things that I've experienced and felt things that I felt. And I need to let them know that they're not alone because the reason I attempted suicide is because I felt like I was alone. I felt weak. And I realized there's no one out there being a voice for these people and telling them that it's okay to feel these things. So that is what motivated me to kind of take that leap and share the most intimate, dark secrets of my past. Um, and it was not easy, but I knew I was doing it for the right reason. I was doing it to help people. I was doing it to try to save and change some lives. And so I just had to suck it up and do it. Yeah. So how difficult was it to build a, a speaking career? Some people, uh, it takes a while, and some people seem to get it going really fast. What was your experience like getting your speaking business going? It fast-tracked really quick for me, and it was actually thanks to the media exposure. Um, I first started speaking, and I was speaking for free and speaking to nonprofits, and then I did a little tour across the United States, spent $10,000 of my own money doing that. And while I was on tour, I went and got media exposure at every city I visited, and uh, 70 media outlets later, I was able to get invited to speak all the time. I still do to this day, even though it's not my main business, I still get requests all the time. And I think it really was because of the massive media attention. When you're on TV or you have media exposure, it increases your value and it makes people really want to talk to you. Yeah. And that is so smart what you just said, Andrew, because a lot of people who go speaking in another city, they do their speech and they leave and they go back home. You looked for opportunities to continue to leverage what you're doing while you were still in that city. Did you plan like an extra day or two at every stop specifically for that purpose? Or did you plan that before you left? 
So my whole tour was planned out and I always spent a couple of days in the city and I'd always reach out to the media a couple of weeks before I was going to be in that city and start the conversation. So that way, when I got in there, it was already scheduled out and planned for the media to either come capture me speaking or mm-hmm. me to go into the studio and do a live morning show. Yeah. So this public speaking career, was that the first business that that you've had? It was my first successful business. <laughs> okay. So I've been okay. A, I've been an entrepreneur since I was a kid. So I've I've started and failed a lot of businesses in my life. Um, mm. but this one was the first one that was actually successful. Great. What do you think were the differences between some of the businesses that failed versus the one that finally succeeded for you? Passion. I didn't have passion in the other ones. The other ones were just I was just trying to figure out how to make money without having a boss. And then my speaking career was more passion focused and heart focused. And it was something I truly believed in. It wasn't just something to make some money. Mm-hmm. And that that just led into better results for me. Absolutely. So we've got probably about three or four minutes to our break. So let me ask you, how did you get interested in publicity? I know you said that you were in a bunch of media outlets while you were getting your speaking career going. At what point did you decide, maybe I know enough that I can teach someone else how to do the same thing? So the military went through a budget cut and they were my highest paying, really only paying clients. And so I had to figure out what was next for me. And I thought, I I have to stay heart centric and I love entrepreneurs because they all have a mission. Every entrepreneur I've ever met has a mission to change the world in some way. So that's what helped me decide, okay, I've figured out how to get in media for myself. And these entrepreneurs have similar stories and they need to get heard. So this is what I need to do. I need to help them get in the media. That's fantastic. And so did you start this on your own and then you hired people later? How did your business evolve? Yeah, I started out as a solopreneur and then slowly grew. And now I have two previous editors from Entrepreneur Magazine on staff and I've got five employees total. And uh, it's, it's a great team now. But I definitely started out with just me and like two or three clients. Wow. And how long did it take you to figure out that outsourcing was probably the way that you should go? Uh, it took a while. I'd, I've never been very trustworthy with other people with my business in their hands. So I just realized if I wanted to get to the level that I wanted to get to, I had to have help. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let me just ask you uh, real quick, and we can take this uh, going uh, past the break then. W- let's talk about the value of getting publicity for your business. How, and I, we've talked about this a little bit, how how do you feel like it really impacted your business first of all? You know, it it was just the fact that we can all use Facebook advertising. We can all use these different marketing platforms. But media exposure is a form of free marketing where they know that you didn't pay to get that. So when you're doing Facebook advertising, they know that you're paying to get in front of them. When it's media exposure, to them, it's not you paying to get in front of them. It's just someone sharing a story because they believe in what you're doing. And media leverages you as an authority. Because people trust media outlets. If you look at the presidential election, depending on what media station you're watching, either you love Donald Trump or you hate him, or either you love Hillary Clinton or you hate her. So the media has the power to sway opinions. They've got the superpower. And as entrepreneurs, all we have to do is tap into that superpower and use it to our benefit to really get our message in front of millions of people who otherwise would have never heard about you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I certainly understand that. Why do you think people overlook the idea of getting publicity? Is it because it just seems too mystical and too difficult to do? 
Yeah, I think it's because people think that they don't have a, a strong enough story or maybe they're concerned. The biggest thing, concern I hear is what's the ROI? What's the return on investment in this? And people are getting really into the internet marketing world where if I spend X amount of dollars, how much money am I going to make within 10 days? And that's not publicity. That's not how publicity works. Publicity is more of the long game. As an example, I can say, hey, in the next 30 days, I can get you $100,000. Or in the next 90 days, I can make you a million dollars. You know, it's which one do you really want? Do you want just that immediate $100,000 or do you want the million? Yeah, absolutely. We are coming up against our first break. My very special guest is Andrew O'Brien. He is the publicity guy, and we will spend the rest of this hour talking about getting publicity, how it benefits you, ways you can do it, the do's and the don'ts, and a bunch of other really amazing topics. We will come right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We'll be is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Are you stressed out? Because if you are, you're not alone. In fact, research shows that over 73% of all Americans report symptoms of stress, which is a key factor contributing to mental and physical illness. And that stress is usually related to work, money, or relationships. Up until now, the solution to combat the effects of stress have been delivered through pharmaceutical companies. But now there's a natural way to solve this problem without the harmful side effects. The Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement contains natural ingredients proven to reduce cortisol, also known as the stress hormone, which causes damage to our body. And unlike prescriptions, your satisfaction is guaranteed with a 100% money-back offer on all orders. In addition, a portion of all proceeds goes to PTSD research, and as a bonus, all purchases will include a free copy of the new ebook, The Survival Guide to Living with Stress. So get the Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement today at www.screwstress.com. Click the Amazon logo. It'll take you where you need to go. Once again, that is www.screwstress.com. This is the Tokenet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. 
we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Andrew O'Brien, the publicity guy. Before we continue, I'd just like to let you know uh, where you can find me. You can find the show at successprofilesradio.com. You can also download and subscribe to the show for free on iTunes. Uh, if you want to subscribe to the show or give the show a, a review, that would be really amazing. Just look for Success Profiles Radio on iTunes. And uh, we're having a record month in terms of iTunes downloads, and so I'm very, very excited about that. You can also find me on Facebook. You can just look for Success Profiles Radio. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Brian K. Wright. And so, Andrew, before the break, we talked about the value of getting publicity and the idea that people uh, trust publicity more than they trust advertising. I th- certainly think that's true. What are some other reasons why publicity is better than paid advertising? Because it, it builds that trust with your audience. The most important thing is not just that they trust the media outlets, but you're trying to build credibility and authority with your audience. So, you know, when you're advertising through Facebook, which is also very beneficial, but when you're just using Facebook advertising without any media exposure, giving you credibility, people get advertised to all the time with the same things. Here's this free ebook, watch this free webinar. Here's this free lead magnet or this tripwire or whatever it is that you're offering that everybody else in this world is offering. What the media does is it helps you build that that credibility with your audience. We're like, okay, this isn't just some Joe lying about who he is, renting out a mansion for a day to take some videos. This guy or this girl really knows what they're talking about. They're trustworthy, and they they must know what they're doing because they've been in the media. So it's really it builds that credibility that you really need with your audience if you want more than just a customer. Now, there's a difference between a customer and a fan. A fan is someone that continues to follow your work, buys everything you put out, put out and tells all their friends about you, a customer comes and buys once and goes away. We don't yeah. want customers. We want fans. Yeah, absolutely. And another reason uh, why publicity, I would imagine, is better is because if you are out there enough, it can lead to inquiries for public speaking. It can lead to sales of your products. Have you found that to be the experience for you? Oh, definitely. I mean, it, it definitely increased the amount of speaking engagements I got. Uh, it led to me speaking at places like the White House and the Pentagon and all that. And it was because I was on the news talking and because they, they ended up turning to me as a subject matter expert. So my subject was post-traumatic stress, in which most people know it's that's a psychology thing. I have zero education in psychology. I have a GED, but the media always turned to me before they turned to a licensed psychologist who studied PTSD for like 10 years. And it's I because I – oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say there's a lot of value in talking to someone who's actually gone through it rather than someone who's just you know read a few books and written a few papers. Right, and it's all about just leveraging yourself as the, as the expert. And so once the media calls you that, they keep turning to you for more advice and more comments. And every time you're on the news, it just makes you more credible than the last time. Absolutely. Uh, let me ask you something. In your consulting business, I'm sure you've seen people try to get publicity in a lot of really ineffective ways. What are some things that people do wrong when trying to get noticed in the media? The biggest thing that I see go wrong is press releases. Everybody always asks about that. You know, How do we write a press release? What's the proper way to do a press release? Press releases are the biggest waste of time and money that there possibly is. No one reads press releases. Writers, reporters, journalists, they won't look at your press release it's just, it's a waste of time unless you're already well known. Like if Kanye West or Tony Robbins put out a press release, it would probably get read. But if it's Andrew O'Brien put out a press release, that's not going to mean anything. What it is, it's, it's direct communication. It's contacting someone directly and having a conversation versus here's my blanket press release I sent to you and 20,000 other people. Let me know if you'd like to interview me. 
Yeah. I think that yeah. that's definitely the biggest waste. Yeah. How how do you go about finding people that might possibly be interested in interviewing you or featuring you? You mentioned reaching out to people individually. How do you find those people? So all writers, reporters, journalists, uh, all people have what's called a beat. And a beat is in the media world means like your niche, your industry. What do you like to write about? What do you like to talk about? Um, so some reporters beat are technology. Um, some reporters beat is innovation. Um, maybe it's leadership. Maybe it's mindset. Maybe it's uh, business strategy. There's different types of beats out there. So you, you want to find the ones that are actually talking about your industry, your beat. You don't want to be reaching out to someone that writes about video games to talk about your business consulting. That's a waste of time. It's just going to aggravate them because they know you didn't look into them. So you got to do your research and find those reporters, writers, journalists that are actually talking about what you talk about. And the yeah. easy way to do it is go to entrepreneur.com, use the search box, and put in a keyword that has to do with your business. And then you'll find plenty of people talking about your industry. Those people are more likely to write about you versus just sending something to news at entrepreneur.com. What was that site again? Uh, just entrepreneur.com. Like if you're oh. trying to get into entrepreneur magazine. Oh, entrepreneur.com. Yeah, got it. Okay. So if you are writing an inquiry letter or doing a pitch, I guess we can just call it that. I know that when people want to come on my show, I've seen really good pitches and really horrible pitches. What do you believe are some differences between a really great pitch to the media and a really bad pitch? A really bad pitch, in my opinion, is trying to sell someone on a story immediately. I don't believe in that at all, and I think that that's really aggravating for media contacts. And what's more, what's most important to every media contact I've ever talked to is that they've done research on who they are. So mentioning before you even pitch is more about starting the conversation and mentioning something that they wrote that you read or some or a show that they had that you watched or listened to or whatever it is. It's talking to them. And telling them, look, I've done my research and I know who you are. Before you just say, hey, I have an awesome story you should write about me. Mm -hmm. So would you say that also might involve, hey, you know, I read such and such that maybe might be a really great fit for this, for your topic if you ever, like suggesting resources. I mean, you want to give before you get. That's the gist I'm getting, right? Yeah, so what I'd suggest instead of even talking about yourself at all in the first email I always say compliment their work and ask questions. And, and every contact, whether it's on the phone or email or whatever, and every contact with a question, never end it with a period mark. Always end it with a question mark. Um, so that way they feel more like they have to respond to you. And then yeah. in the first email, you want to ask questions based on that article that you read, some questions that came up in your mind. So you can start the conversation. Hey, I read this piece. I loved it. In section three, when you discuss about this, you know, I tried it this way in my business. I was wondering if you had some other advice uh, when you did that interview. You know, what do you think is better this way, or just something that asking a question based on something they they recently wrote or talked about? That is really really fantastic, and it's so counterintuitive to what I think a lot of people probably think because a lot of people are basically raising their hands saying, me, 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 come talk to me. And it just becomes a lot of noise after a while, doesn't it? It does. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. Are there certain types of media that are better to pursue than others? I mean, I know there's 
uh, online media, you know, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, versus trying to reach someone on television or radio? Does it depend on your topic, or is there a hard and fast rule about that? Yeah, so it depends. I've, I've got what I call the visibility to growth formula, which is uh, market, or I'm sorry, message, market, media, and magnetism. So it's four steps that you have to take when you're doing publicity. So it really depends on what market you're going after with what message. So are you wanting to get in front of what people and what's the outcome that you want? I guess as an author, I think being on TV is great because you can repurpose that television and your marketing to get more people to buy your books. Because if you've been on TV with your book, they're more likely to want to buy your book. Now, as far as like online consulting or courses... Um, or anything online, I definitely suggest online publications such as entrepreneur.com, Forbes.com, Inc.com, um, and, and those types of things. Now, if you're focused more on conversions versus just ego, um, I definitely suggest online publications because what happens is, let's say Brian gets on TV tonight and it's about Success Profiles Radio and they're talking about how awesome the show is. Now someone has to get their butt off their couch with their kids while they're watching TV and hearing about you pull up their laptop, research you, find your link, and subscribe to your station. That's way too many steps to put in between you and a prospect. When you're on online publication, like if you're talked about on entrepreneur.com, someone can click Brian Wright on the pretty little blue button, and it goes straight to the, where they can subscribe to your show without putting a bunch of steps in between. That's really great. That's really great advice. Let me ask you this, and I think we might have touched on this a little bit earlier, but doing media opportunities like this really can go a long way toward building your brand. If someone is looking to grow your business, what does it take to get featured in publications? Obviously, we talked about reaching out to the writer. Uh, th there's, there's differences between writers and contributors, though, right? Because you look at Forbes and Entrepreneur, and there are some people who are staff writers, and there are some people who just contribute every once in a while. Yeah, so you definitely always, always, always go after the contributors, never go after the writers, the staff mm -hmm. writers. Um, we've probably had one person, one staff writer write about a client in the past six months. Um, other than that, they write about people like Tony Robbins, Mark Zuckerberg, um, and just really high-profile people. They're not really intrigued by us lower-level entrepreneurs. And by lower-level, I don't, I mean like not a billionaire is lower-level right. to them. So... Um, I suggest contributors because it's still getting on Oshnor and Forbes and all that. They all have contributors and they're a lot easier to talk to. And all contributors, the majority of them are also entrepreneurs. So they're much easier to have a conversation with. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you definitely want to go after those ones. And, and that's, I, I don't remember the first part of your question. Uh, is it better to go after staff writers or contributors? Uh, I think that was basically the gist of it. What does it take to get featured okay. in publications? Yeah, and then as far as what it takes, it's just reaching out to the right people and having conversations and not sending copy and paste emails. That's another one that's a horrible idea. I call it the spray and pray method. And okay. you just copy and paste an email, replace their name in the email, and hope that they respond to you. They know it's a copy and paste email. You wouldn't go to a bar to pick up a girl and use the same pickup line on every girl in that bar. Because they would know you use that pickup line on every girl in the bar. It's the same way of looking at media. You're not going to use the same pickup line every time. You want it to be personalized because they want to feel like you really know who they are and you've done that, your research. Absolutely. We are coming up against our next break. My very special guest this week is Andrew O'Brien. He is the publicity guy, and we are talking about all things publicity, how to get publicity, who to approach, the do's and the don'ts. And this has been really fantastic. While I'm thinking about this real quick, how can we – 
Uh, and I'll give you another chance later on for sure. But how do we find you and, and get a hold of you? Y'all can find me at thepublicityguy.com. It's all right there. ThePublicityGuy.com. That's fantastic. We will come back shortly right after the break. And one of the things that I plan on asking right after the break is, is there such a thing as bad publicity? Because I know entertainers uh, live by the idea that any publicity is good, but in some industries, I would imagine it's not so good. We'll discuss the differences uh, with that after the break and so much more. Please stay with us. This is Success Profiles Radio. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves a smart guy. Smartguy.com. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Andrew O'Brien. He is the publicity guy, and you can find him at the publicity guy. Dot com. Is that right? That's right. Awesome. So here's what I want to ask you next, Andrew. Let's talk about whether or not publicity can be good or bad or if bad publicity is, is okay or if it's just never okay. In some industries like entertainment, I go all the way back to Madonna. She reinvented herself. She created controversy. She got to talk about her, whether she had an album out or not, and we always – we're thinking about her because she was always out there. I would imagine in business, uh, the rules might be a little bit different. Tell us what you think about that. Yeah, so there's definitely a couple forms of bad publicity, and there's some that are okay and others that are not. Bad publicity as far as someone giving a negative review on how bad your product was or, or how horrible the course was, 
that type of publicity is never good. So it's not good to have people talking so negative about your products or services. That's definitely not publicity that any of us want and not publicity that any of us could benefit from. Now, the other side of bad publicity is if someone writes a hate piece on how much they don't like you because of your views or your opinions. That's actually okay, and it's actually more beneficial to you. And the reason behind that is because people who read that piece or watch that piece or listen to that may disagree with them, and uh, and what that did was bring more attention towards you. So again, we've all got certain audiences that we're trying to reach, and we're not a fit for everybody. So if someone's writing a hate piece on us, that's okay. Let them hate you. But by them hating on you publicly, that's getting you more opportunity to make more fans and get more people intrigued because not everyone's going to agree with what they write. Right, and I would imagine that your fans will come rushing to your defense and they are defending you without you even having to say a word. Exactly. That's wonderful. I love that. Let me ask you this, and, and I never really ever get political on this show, but we had a presidential election recently. Donald Trump is a master businessman and a master promoter, and there were some who disliked the idea that he seemed to be getting so much free attention. Instead of hating on that, let's learn from that. What did he do to give himself so much free publicity and so much free attention? What lessons can we learn from that? There is one lesson that everyone can learn. I want you to think about Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump and the difference between the two. And they take all the hate out of your head on whichever one you like or dislike or whatever. Hillary Clinton is a people pleaser. She says what she feels people want to hear. She says what she feels people people will agree with. Donald Trump said some of the most blatant things, whether you agree with them or not. Some of them may sound ignorant. Some of them may sound, you know, biased or or whatever. But what Donald Trump did was he was fully himself. He showed his personality, whether it caused, whether it damaged him or not. And what that did was that made the media more attracted to him because he caused more controversy because he wasn't a people pleaser. He wasn't trying to say what he thought everybody wanted to hear. He said what he thought his own opinions and people either loved him for it or hated him for it. But either way, that's why he got so much media exposure is because he wasn't trying to be a people pleaser. He wasn't trying to talk to everybody. He was trying to talk to his audience. And that's what I suggest for everyone I ever talk to. Stop trying to be a people pleaser and be okay with making people angry. Be okay with pissing some people off because it's all right to do that. As long as you're getting your message in front of the right people, that's all that matters. Yeah. And would you say that he was being authentic? I mean, sometimes we think about authentic and and that sounds like a nice feel-good buzzword. But when you're authentic, you're speaking your truth and, and people aren't required to like it. Yes, and that's exactly what he did. He he was not a people pleaser. He didn't care what people thought about what he said. He just said what he truly thought. Absolutely. Anything else that you think we can learn from his specific campaign in terms of publicity and how we can apply that to our businesses? Uh, the biggest thing is is always make sure that you're true to your message and be okay with cursing every now and then if that's what you want to do. Say your opinions. Now, there's a couple things I always tell people. Stay away from politics and religion. Um, because that cuts off half of your audience. Right. But as far as everything else, unless you just don't want the other half of the audience, and that's your choice. But if you're not trying to lose out on a lot of money, I definitely say stay away from those two topics. Um, and what I, I tell people is always just don't be too concerned about damaging relationships or hurting feelings or anything like that. Just speak your truth. 
and that's what the media wants. They want controversy. They don't want something everyone's going to agree with. Controversy sells. Media is all about numbers. How many people are going to watch this? How many people are going to listen to this? How many people are going to like this, comment on this, share this? Controversy sells. So be okay with controversy. Absolutely. Let's talk about your specific consulting business for a, a little while. Uh, how do you help clients get publicity? I know that you help them get into big major publications, podcasts, radios, shows, feature articles written. How, how, do, you, how do you go about doing that? We do it through the visibility growth formula, which is message, market, media, and magnetism. So what we do is first we figure out what's the right message. Um, and the message that I always tell people is to share the most intimate, darkest secrets. Stop trying to sound like you're Superman. Stop trying to be this superhero that's never done anything wrong and that's perfect and amazing. And stop just talking about your business. Talk about yourself. Talk about the struggles you went through while building that business or that career or whatever you're trying to get exposure on. Make it about you and not just your business. Then we go to the market. Who are we trying to get in front of and what, what media outlets do they trust most? Most of my clients um, are businesses that serve entrepreneurs. So we want to get in places like Entrepreneur, Forbes, Inc., Business Insider, Success, Fast Company, those types of places because our, our my client's audience will trust in those media outlets because that w- that's where they'll get their credibility. Then we focus on media. How do we get them into the media? What do we need to say? What do we need to do? <coughs> How do we build relationships with those media contacts? Um, and then we'll focus on magnetism. How do we attract people who saw us on the media to come into our sales process and become fans, become tribe members, <laughs> instead of just trying to make that one sale, we want to we want to grow a fan base. <coughs> absolutely, absolutely. Now I know that sometimes people shy away from using public relations firms because they think, my gosh, that's probably extremely expensive. Um, but I know that you have home study courses that will help people walk through this process at their own pace, on their own time, uh, probably uh, more cost-effectively. So you do have a home study course, right? I do. We have a couple of online courses. We've got one that's general for everybody. We have one that's specific to public speakers, one that's specific to consultants, and one that's specific to authors. Wow, that's really great. So it's basically an A to Z course on how to get publicity and leverage it properly? That one is a starter. The smaller one is a starter course. How, how do we get started in publicity? Go ahead and start moving forward. And it's much more affordable. So you can kind of get your feet wet before you just jump in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I would imagine that when someone finally does get publicity, they don't take full advantage of the opportunity when they finish. Any, any recommendations on how we can properly leverage our opportunities once they've been completed? Yeah, so the biggest mistake that I see happen all the time is people will get featured on Entrepreneur, Forbes, or Inc., and they'll share it once or twice on their Facebook. They'll share it once on their personal Facebook and once on their business Facebook, and then they leave it alone. And that's the biggest mistake that you want you do. You don't want to just leave it alone. You don't just want to share it once or twice. You want to create Facebook ads out of it. Send send paid traffic to that article so that they can see you, because if they read you on Forbes versus reading your blog, they're going to trust Forbes much more. And then you want to make sure you're adding adding it to your website. Make sure you have a media page. If you want to see an example of a media page, just go to thepublicityguy.com slash media and you can see our example. Um, but you want to have a media page. You want to, you want to send a lot of traffic there because 
here's the thing. Forbes alone has 1,800 contributors. What that means is on average, every week, 1,800 articles go live on Forbes. To believe that your one article out of the 1,800 are going to become like the top five or, or going to bring you a bunch of leads, it's not going to happen. There's too much content out there. You want to leverage it the right way, send paid traffic to the articles, and make sure you're putting it all over your social media. You want to put it all over your email list. You want to put it all over your website. You want to make sure that it's everywhere where anyone can find it at any given point. Would you suggest that sometimes when people are speaking, if they're using PowerPoint, that they make a slide where they talk about that when they're building their own credibility or maybe uh, have a banner on stage? Yeah, definitely. You want to have proof. You want to have the social proof because media is more than social proof, but it also is a form of social proof. So maybe when you're speaking from stage, Forbes said this about me and choose a little two or three sentences out of the article that Forbes talked about you, um, same thing for entrepreneur and ink or just having as seen on and, and the logos from all the websites that you've been on. Yeah, I've, I've seen that as seen on TV, as seen on YouTube. I've seen that everywhere for sure. Do you think that people sometimes overuse that or do you think people don't tend to use stuff like that enough? I think it's overused and I think that it's hard to trust now. What happens is people go to um, these press release websites. So what happens is you can spend like $300, you can send out a press release and it's put on the back end of like 150 news sites. And so it's still with places like ABC, Fox, CBS, those types of things, but it's on the backside of the website that no one will ever see or touch. And what people do is they send that for $300 and then they put as seen on all these media outlets because they sent out their press release and they made it to the back sites of these places. Um, so that's losing a lot of credibility right now in the market because everyone's doing that. So I definitely suggest if you're going to put as seen on, actually link it so that they can go and read the article that you're that was written about you or watch the show that you were on or listen to the podcast. Don't just say as seen on and have the pretty pictures, have it linked to the actual article so they can physically see that you were really there. You were really interviewed and make sure you don't do the whole pod, the whole press release thing um, and send them to a, the back site where it shows your press release. That doesn't count. Okay. We've got less than two minutes to our final break. I can't believe how quickly this is going. I do want to ask about your home study course. Again, if someone on your team is working for you and, and, and do you train them how to help your clients uh, get publicity? I mean, how, how hands-on is that? We've got actually less than a minute now to our break. Yeah, you definitely, you want to make sure that if you have a staff member, you can send them to the course. If you don't, you have, you can do it yourself, but it will teach them how to do it uh, for you if that's what you're wanting. Absolutely. That's fantastic. And uh, we are coming up against our final break. My guest is Andrew O'Brien. He is the Publicity Guy. You can find him at thepublicityguy.com. And he has a home study course. Uh, we talked about the differences uh, between working with someone directly and having a home study course. And in the final uh, segment, we'll talk a little bit about live events and intensives. Uh, we can talk about if you're having your own event, how do you get media attention for that? Because that can seem really daunting as well. And we'll talk about a whole host of other topics. We will come right back for our final segment. This is Success Profiles Radio. Do not go away. Please stay with us. Be right back. The 
mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for a better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. United States with quality programming. This is Toginet Radio. It's Virgin Network. We've known for a long time that diamonds are precious or worth a lot of due to rumors. That means money. Did you ever wonder how a polished pebble becomes one of the most expensive things on earth? Two centuries ago, diamonds were worn only by royalty. But in 1870, miners discovered huge deposits of diamonds in South Africa. And soon after, the diamond market was flooded. That's when a man named Cecil Rhodes started buying up shares of the diamond mines. 18 years later, Rhodes controlled the entire South African supply of diamonds. He started his own newspaper and magazine articles with clever ad campaigns about cut, clarity, color, and carrot. He also convinced women that they weren't truly engaged to be married without a diamond ring. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Andrew O'Brien. He is the publicity guy. And Andrew, I know you've got a live event coming up in a few months, uh, a live event and intensive. I would love to learn more about that because I know that you are all about not just having an event, but creating an absolute total experience for people that they cannot and will not ever forget. So tell us about that. Yeah, so my biggest thing that I tell every client is you always want to stand out. You always want to rise above the noise. You always want to be different. So what we're doing is a two-day live intensive in March, March 23rd to 24th. It's a Thursday and a Friday, and we're inviting everybody out to come learn how to do publicity for yourselves. It's a high-ticket intensive, but here's what happens is we send a black car service to pick you up from the airport who takes you back to our luxury estate. Our luxury estate has eight bedrooms plus a theater room, two dining rooms, two living rooms, a heated pool on four acres of land. Um, you're, you stay in our luxury estate with us. Uh, we have a private chef who cooks us dinner, breakfast, and lunch every day. And, uh, you go through our training and you spend the evenings, uh, either watching a movie in our home theater or sitting by the fireplaces, drinking wine or whatever your beverage of choice is networking and meeting the other students in the class. And, uh, it's all about how to get it's called authority boosted and we want to make sure how to boost your authority by tapping into the superpower of the media and, and using that to leverage your name as the top in your industry. Sounds pretty exclusive. How many people are you accepting? So we are going to do this a few times a year, but it's uh, 20 max uh, that we can accept into 
the course. We're at five or six right now. So we've got 14 or 15 slots left. That's fantastic. Well, let's get that thing filled for you. That would be amazing. Now, I know that we have people listening who are authors and consultants and entrepreneurs and business types, and I'm sure some have dreamed about having their own live event. How do you get media attention for? Because I would imagine that if you can get the media's attention, that would help drive people to want to attend. So how do you get the media's attention for something like that? The most important thing is always having a large name headline speaker. If you want media out to talk about your event, you have to have a large name speaker headliner that will come out and speak at your event. Um, The reason I say is because I'm actually running publicity for Funnel Hacking Live, which is put on by Russell Brunson. And I've got 10 media outlets scheduled to go to his event. And what he's doing is he's offering them free access to the event plus VIP access. And so you always want to offer them something more than just general admission. Here's this free VIP pass. You get access to the VIP lounge, meals covered, whatever you can offer. Um, that gives them the, you want to make sure that it's, it's an exciting experience for them. They're going to be writing about you in large-scale media outlets. You have to make sure they're going to write something positive, which means making sure that they have a chauffeur, making sure that they're treated as a VIP. Make sure they're treated just as well as you would treat your headline speaker. Um, and the reason I got so many to come to Russell Brunson's event is because Tony Robbins is speaking there. He's headline, he's headlining there. So that's uh, just an example of what you want to do to make sure you got to have a headline speaker out there and you need to make sure that you're offering VIP access and special treatment um, for the press. That is excellent advice. And so this is something that you can do to make sure you get positive publicity after after the fact, right? Right. You want to make is sure there anything. Is there anything that you can do to generate some kind of publicity or buzz before the event? That's really hard to do. Um, if it's a, if it's a new event that's never happened before, it's yeah. definitely it's nearly impossible to do. But if it's, if it's an event that's happened before, it may be a little easier to get some local media around it. But as far as generating buzz, it's a lot easier to generate it after after the event versus before the event. That's awesome. So let me ask you this: uh, Is it easy to tie? your topic into current news and does that increase your chances of getting publicity? Definitely. If you can find a way to tie your top, your topic into the hottest topic or trending topic in the news, that helps a lot. For example, there's a hurricane in Florida. It's really easy to tie a hurricane into business, how to create a hurricane in your business, tear it all down and rebuild it. Um, how to escape the eye of the storm in business or whatever. There's always a way to tie what you do in business with what's being talked about in the media. You know, how I hired the right president in my business while America is just trying to decide who's the right president for this country. Um, this, these types of things, there's always a way to tie in and coexist with the news. And when you're able to coexist and, and switch that angle up to them, they're a lot more intrigued to intrigued by it. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Do you find that uh, political topics are, hotter than others or uh, human interest topics are, are good or natural disaster topics are good? Is Are there certain topics that are really good and certain topics that are no-nos and, and taboo and you should stay away from? I'd say if you're going to be on the political side, don't be on one side of it. Um, just say, for example, you know how I hired the right president for my company versus in how we're trying to do that for our country. And not putting your opinion on who's the right president. Um, it's more of here's how I did it just to coexist with the news without saying your, your opinion. 
Um, but I think that you can do that with anything. It doesn't matter whether it's politics, natural disasters, anything. Um, and it's definitely something you don't want to do immediately after. So like when the hurricane happened in Florida and there's like torn up houses and communities and they're talking about how they're having to rebuild these communities. Don't talk about how to destroy your business. Talk about how to rebuild your business after it's been destroyed, just like Florida is doing in their communities. Yeah. So it's, I, you know, tying would, it together. I would imagine there's an element of looking too opportunistic. Right. Absolutely. There definitely you want, is. You want to avoid that for sure. So I know that you have something that you would like to promote or give away to our audience. Please tell us about that. Yeah, so what we did is we we started what's called the Authoritative Tribe. And what the Authoritative Tribe is, it's access to a secret Facebook group. And in that secret Facebook group, we put daily videos up every day. And uh, we also do monthly live trainings and monthly live Q&A calls. And we have a members-only portal where you can have access to every daily video that's ever been put up. You can have access to every replay of every live training and every Q&A call. Um, this is just... This is for our tribe members who are really ready to get moving and, and move forward in publicity. Normally, it costs $20 a month, but right now what we're doing is a free 14-day trial. Um, so we'd love to be able to have some people join us for our free 14-day trial, try us out, and then decide if they want to stay in. Great. And that is where again? That is at thepublicityacademy.com slash tribe. Thepublicityacademy.com forward slash tribe. Yes. Fantastic. So let me ask you this. What is your philosophy of media kits? Do people pay attention to these anymore? What media, What are media sources looking for? Uh, your website is your media kit. Your media kit can be your media page. And a media kit normally shows your name, your bio, your headshot, previous features you've been on. That's exactly what a media page is. So if you go to, again, thepublicityguy.com slash media that's my media kit right there. It's got my headshot. It's got my bio. It's got all my previous media down below. So that's what a media kit is. A media kit is no longer something you send as attachments because no one wants to open attachments anymore because they could be full of viruses. So you can just put it on your website. We've got technology now that has taken away the reason, the need for press releases or media kits. Okay, great. So let me ask you who your ideal client is because many entrepreneurs fail to put boundaries on who they're willing to work with. Yeah, so when it comes to my done-for-you services, it's very, very selective. We just cut the amount of clients we'll take on by half, and we just doubled our prices. So um, when we're looking at those, those are more of the high-level entrepreneurs that already have quite a bit of success and stories, and they have the budget uh, to put time and effort into the, into the media. As far as my intensives, which is more for anyone that can that is willing to invest in themselves, the, that's for anyone who's really ready to use the media as an authority building tool. So it's not just for people who are doing it for ego. I don't do ego. I, I will. I refuse to work with people who are just trying to feed their ego. I don't like that. I'm working with people who are trying to change the world, and that's my perfect client. Absolutely. So if someone has not done media before, how hard is it to break the ice? I mean, do you train people on interviewing skills, what kinds of things to say and not say to the media? Yeah, we definitely go over that during the intensives and uh, some of our online courses, we, we discuss that. But we also want to make sure that you're getting that first feature. The first feature is always the hardest one when you've never been in the media before. But once you break the ice with that first feature, it's a lot easier to get the, the other ones. So 
that's why I tell everybody, go go try to get that first one, and that's going to be the hardest time. And then once you get that first one, it's a lot easier. That's great. How do you use social media to build your business, Andrew? I use it by using uh, Facebook advertising with my media exposure. I do it for my class, and I do it for myself. And what we do is we send paid traffic to our media outlets in order to uh, get them more views, more likes, more shares, and get our name or my client's name more known and more talked about. So in social media, as far as for myself, and anyone is more than welcome to add me on Facebook. It's Andrew O'Brien. Um, if we have more than 10 mutual friends, I'll add you. But uh, I use more of my personal page versus my business page. To be honest, my team uses my business page. I rarely touch it. Okay. We've got two minutes to the end. Here's the question I ask everybody at the end of the show, Andrew. Who inspires and motivates you? You know, the person that inspires and motivates me is Russell Brunson. And it's because Russell Brunson is a big reason for my success. He is an amazing human being. He's a good person that makes a lot of money and donates a lot of money to building schools in Kenya. And uh, he's just one of these people that I used to hate millionaires because I thought they were all you know, just self-absorbed people. And he helped me realize that they're not and that they are actually some pretty amazing human beings. And uh, so Russell Brunson is the guy I look up to. Did you find that your attitude toward millionaires inhibited you from your own success? Yeah, it was because of the way I was raised. And I just, I was raised broke. So I was raised to hate people that were wealthy. Um, And so it just was this thought that I, that all wealthy people were bad people. Yeah. Um, T.R. Recker in his book, The Secret of the Millionaire Mind, he says, bless that what you want. And I think right. that's a really excellent philosophy. Bless that what you want. All right. We are one minute to the end. Any final words of wisdom? How can we reach, reach you and get a hold of you? Yeah, definitely. It's thepublicityguy.com. You can find our any service that we offer. You can find our social media. Everything is there, thepublicityguy.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Andrew O'Brien, for joining us on Success Profiles Radio today. It was an honor and a privilege to have you here today. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Awesome. This is Success Profiles Radio. This has been uh, another amazing episode with a world-class expert, and we will uh, be back next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, where I will interview more people who have experienced a world-class level of success and learn the lessons that they've learned and learn what they overcame and the lessons that we can extract from that. And you can, once again, go find the show on iTunes You can find Success Profiles Radio. You can download and subscribe. You can leave a review. And you can also listen at successprofilesradio.com. And we would be more than happy to have you back next week. Uh, Join us then. Until then, you have yourself an amazing week. And thanks for joining us. Goodbye, everyone. Take care. For being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host Brian K. Wright. Each week we'll explore different aspects of success and how to